The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. We live in a society where everybody is so entitled to their shitty freedom concept that makes absolutely no sense. You can't be free and irresponsible. Because irresponsibility, if you look it up, what that means, it means it goes against yourself and your environment. So if your freedom goes at the cost of other people's freedom, how can you be really free? Being free is always in a setting where you're consistent with the freedom of others. You can't free yourself by enslaving others. It doesn't work that way. So if you want to be free, you have to be consistent and logical. And the moment you start applying that, you see that freedom entails a lot less freedom than you think. And every single experience of choice and your choice to sit on your ass or your choice to eat what you want to eat or the choice to watch what you want to watch is all fucking bullshit. It's indoctrinated, it's impulsive, it's emotional, and it has nothing to do with rationality and your own choice. Most of what you do is just robotic. You're a robot, you're a machine that is being coded the way it is and you're acting and you have the arrogance to think you have a free will. But most of you guys have never thought about what you guys really want. Most of you guys just live a life because other people tell you how to live your life. Then by the time you're done with school and you have to start working, you go like, what the fuck do I want to do with my life? But then most of the time people get depressed or go like, what the fuck or whatever because they've never learned how to think for themselves. And the thing is, most of the time, it doesn't even end there. Then they start doing their job, they get their little girl, they get their little kids, their little house, a dog maybe, whatever the fuck. They go on holidays, whatever. And at the end, maybe they come to a certain awareness. But most of the time, they just live their life. They don't think. And by the time they're fucking dying, they look back and say, what the fuck did I do with my life? That is very sadly the biggest case scenario with most people that are watching the stream right now, I would say at least 75% will experience exactly what I said now. I just summarized your life. It's sad, but it is what it is. Also, what's very important is that everybody, almost everyone, feels to be in that protective bubble of I can eat unhealthy, I can smoke, I can do whatever, nothing bad is going to happen to me. And when you show statistics like if you smoke or you eat unhealthy, the chance of you getting cancer going up, You just think it's not going to happen to me. If you live irresponsible, you don't think anything bad is going to happen to you. Let me give you a reality check. If you live irresponsible, shit is going to hit the fan sooner or later. And the more irresponsible you live, the sooner it's going to hit the fan. And honestly, nobody's going to give a shit when it happens to you. You're going to have to deal with the crap. And the more responsible you are, the more you can avoid smashing your face against the wall. So when I say this shit that is very confrontational... When I say 75% will think that's what happens to you, I bet there is only maybe 2% that thinks, oh, I'm part of that 75%. Everybody else is like, I'm of that 25%. If I tell you so many people die from smoking because of cancer, and if you smoke, you'd be like, yeah, but so many people don't die. I'll be one of those. That's not how the world works. But the thing is, honestly, I don't like to be that confrontational, though. Because I like to be more inspiring than confrontational. I rather inspire you guys 
in what you guys can grow in rather than pointing to your failures and see like look how much you suck I don't like to point how much you guys suck Master CPM says why don't you go work out yourself I do go run once every two days and I'm planning to work out the only reason I don't work out is not because I don't have the discipline to work out but it's because I'm doing so much important stuff every day and I have to prioritize people love to be entertained people love to be drugged by entertaining and intellectual talks is something that is very niche if people were really interested in wisdom the world would be a different place the reality though on the other hand is people like shit and giggles and that's it that's why if i go now to hearthstone and start acting like a fucking clown i'll go to two three four k viewers but if i'm talking about things that could actually improve their lives like crazy i'd have 500 to a thousand views it's the reality it's a sad reality don 8191 says a teen using excuses that's another thing when you say a teen using excuses it's not like me using excuses it's you hoping that i use excuses so you can use that as an excuse to justify why you're slacking but honestly that doesn't get you further at all even if i was using that as an excuse that wouldn't change anything about my statement and on top of that i'm not even using it as an excuse if i make a difference in the world and I save lives, that's more important to me than muscle. Of course, I have to exercise because it makes me live longer. But aside from that, honestly, most of the time, people love to point fingers to others' mistakes to cover up their own mistakes. And honestly, that doesn't help anyone. Doesn't help you, doesn't help the one you're pointing it out. It's always like that. You get criticized about a valid point, And the only thing, the best thing you can do is point out to the person that brought it up his flaws. The exact problem is exactly that you act based on how you feel. And that's why you call me out for being full of shit because you feel like it. And that's why you don't want to argue it because you feel like it. It's exactly because you feel like it and you're emotionally and impulsive that I'm here and telling you to come and talk to me with true rational arguments because you don't have the rational arguments to back up what you say because they're based on a feeling that's the exact problem so the argument you're using to not have a talk to me is not a rational one it's an emotional one the darkos 939 says a team what do you want to have included in an application to come over actually honestly i wanted to talk about that i don't know if it's best to talk about it right now because not so many people are tuning in yet, but hey, who gives a shit? I made a list. Like, this is basically the list I will be talking about when people contact me. What is very important to know is tricking yourself to come in here only wastes your money and time and wastes our time. So it's important that you really feel like this makes a lot of sense. This is really what I want. Because that is important. If you come over and you don't really know what you want, what are you going to do here? You're just basically wasting your time. What's very important is to know that you don't need any skills, nothing. You don't need any skills to come over here. Because if you have the right mindset, you'll just learn what's needed in order to be able to work in this environment and to contribute to the world. There is no school or there is no skill set that teaches you how to work in this environment and be responsible. So yeah, what I ask is why do you want to work with us? Obviously, why did you send a mail? Why did you reach out? Then they explain stuff, then right action mindset. How does that translate into your daily actions? Because if you want to make a difference in the world and work with us, but you're doing jack shit now, 
and not taking any action, then that shows that that responsibility drive is not coming from you, but rather coming from you watching the stream and having a little insight that doesn't really go further than the insight and doesn't really translate in your daily actions. And that is a very important thing because if you don't put your thoughts into practice, you just want to be here because you think it's fun or whatever, you're going to have a bad day. So in which extent do you put your thoughts into actions? And then I check whether they're vegetarian and I see if they have good arguments when they're not vegetarian, good arguments. If they say like, yeah, actually, I should be vegetarian, I'm not doing it. That's already a big red flag for me because that means that they don't agree with animals getting killed and yet they don't mind keep eating them. That means they're fucking hypocrites and I don't want hypocrites around here. Of course, if they give really good arguments, that's a different story, but I haven't had anyone being able to do so. Then what I check is whether they have a validation-seeking mindset. Most of the people watching the stream right now, if not most of Twitch, if not most of YouTube, I think 95%, if not more, has a pure validation-seeking mindset. Almost everything you do is because you want to fit in, because your parents tell you, because your friends tell you, or because your teachers tell you. It doesn't come from your own drive. And as a result, if you want to come here, not because you really believe in the right action, but rather just because you want to get some validation from me or from Reese or whatever, you're going to have a very bad time. Because we don't have time for that shit. Like if you come over and you want to make a difference, you come over to make a difference and you don't come over because you want some kind of intellectual validation because making a difference and doing what's right has to come from yourself. And I understand that people have to grow and start with a validation mindset, but as you grow as a person, you become more mature, you start doing more things from your own incentives. And that's why age is so important. If you have a young age, you're much more likely to be in that validation-seeking mindset. So that is a very big no-go. If you come over, it's not to hang with us, it's because you really want to make a difference and working in this environment amplifies that. But not because you want to work with us. You don't really care so much about working with us. It's more about trying to achieve your own goals. But yeah, that's basically also something that is very important to be aware of. Then what we also have here is, are you financially independent and do you understand this is purely volunteer work? The reason why financially independency is important and you can wonder like, what is financially independent? It's basically the amount of money that you need that you feel comfortable with if this doesn't work out. Because if you come over here and you use all your money and you have nothing to go back to, you just feel forced to stay here just because of food and shelter. And that is not good. You have to be here for the right reasons, not because you get food. So that is also very important to be aware of that you got to be financially independent, but that's depending on how much you need in order to feel comfortable. Then what I also ask is if you have a certain emotionally attachments or fixations and whether you have some specific beliefs like Jesus Christ, some really strong emotional convictments. Then I check if you have any traumas. If you have a lot of traumas or whatever and you have personal stuff to deal with, then you're not in the right situation to come and work with us because you have to deal with that shit first. So if you have traumas, you first solve your personal issues before you come work in this environment. I check whether you have an ego. But most people that contact us don't have so much ego issues, though. But I do check that. Then I check, how would you deal with a relationship in this situation? And what if your girlfriend wants kids? Do you want kids? Because wanting to have kids is very hard to combine in this setting because we cannot provide for families and all that shit. So if you want a kids, what is your long-term goals? What do you want to achieve in your life? So that's also one I check. And then I check, like, yeah, what if your girlfriend really wants kids? And if they say, like, then I don't have kids. I say, what if you're really in love with your girlfriend? Because you have to be able to set your priorities straight. It's very important. If you work in an environment, you want to make a difference, you want to save lives, you have to be able to set your priorities straight. The most important 
of everything I said is taking initiative. You need to be your own boss, your own manager. You need to take initiative. You need to make sure that when there is something you can contribute on, you spot that yourself. You have the awareness about it and you're very proactive. Because we're not bossing you around. When you come here, we're not your boss. We just discuss and stuff what we can do and what we can achieve together. But it's the person himself that has to take the action and initiative to actually do stuff. So if you just come over here with the wrong ID, you will literally just sit around behind your PC browsing Facebook all day. Then I check what you think, but this is more ending stuff like what do you think about the real talk? Is there stuff you disagree with? If there's stuff you agree with, what's your overall ID? Just to get some extra info. How are you in social settings? Do you have a lot of social anxiety? Because if you're extremely social anxiety, how much can it become a trouble? Because if you're here in an environment with a lot of new people, do you just block or whatever? And then what about your friends? Are you going to miss your friends and family because you're not there? How are you going to deal with that? And how intelligent would you rate yourself in your environment compared to others? That's basically what I go through. I try to get as much information as possible. And what I try to avoid is wasting time. But on the other hand, I also give people the benefit of the doubt. Because what, even if there's only 10% chance that the person is actually going to work in this environment, it's worth giving it a shot. Because what if it works out? then basically I missed out on a very big addition to making a difference. Blue Gaming TV says, Atin, uh, can you answer me? I got to go soon. Does every application that is sent to Ree's mail gets answered or you just ignore it and don't respond to it? Or are you just overwhelmed with mails and can't get every application? Blue Gaming TV, I do try and respond, although I don't have so much time and I tend to ignore the mails that are completely non-interesting. The problem with me responding to people, let's say you send a mail and I obviously read that you're reaching out for the wrong reasons because you say like, oh, I'd love to game with you and I just finished school. I don't know what to do with my life and I really feel like it's going to be a great experience and just hanging out with you guys. I've been watching your videos since I was 11 years old. You're such a big inspiration. I'd love to work with you. What you guys are doing with the kids is amazing. I want to be part of that. I mean, these type of mails, which is the most type I get, that really shows that you just don't know what the fuck to do with your life and you just see that as some kind of bonus kind of experience. I don't even get back to those people. I mean, it's obviously like you put them in this environment. There is no fun. There is no games. It's like, what the fuck am I doing here? And if your motivation doesn't really come strongly from a drive to do right action, this is just not the place to be. Antoniv Bestest says, Atin, is it true that idiots are the most blessed people on earth? Yes and no. The idiots that have the privilege to live a comfy life their entire life could be seen as blessed, but I wouldn't even call them so blessed because they are less alive. And you might say, like, what do you mean? People that are idiots, that are very impulsive, that don't really go aware through life, just don't fully absorb and experience life at its fullest. It's when you are aware of being alive that you're more alive than ever. And when you just go through the life almost like a robot, to which extent do you really live life at its fullest? So I would say even in that context, even if you're a stupid guy that live a comfy life, have you really lived life when awareness defines the extent to which you are alive? Because you could say like an ant is also alive, but how much more is a human alive than an ant? Because your awareness is so much bigger. I do think that expanding awareness only adds to life, to the life experience and to what we are. Say more, but says, I think, what do you think about whistleblowers like Julian Assange? It's a two-edged sword. I think it's good that they bring about important stuff that people have to be aware of. But at the same time, 
I do feel like people tend to very easily see things through icons. You got Edward Snowden, you got Julian Assange, you got personalities and the problems that they bring about. And the reason why they have been doing it in the first place is not to become icons, but rather to bring about serious issues. And then when you see that there is more reported on the actual stuff they brought up, but more about, for example, the rape cases around Assange or all the Edward Snowden traitor, whatever bullshit, then you really start thinking it's not so much about what they say anymore. It's more about the person. It's more about the messenger. And I think that is something that people have to be very aware of because it undoes a lot of their work and sacrifice. Bonnie93 says, is it ethical to, for example, use subliminal messaging on people unknowingly if it's influencing them in a good way or is free choice more important? Bonnie93, honestly, it's important to be very aware about what you just said because everything you do, every single interaction influences people. And you could argue saying like it takes away free choice, but that's because you have a misconcept about free choice. Because you always need a foundation in order to even have the ability for free choice. What if you just put a baby in the jungle? Does he have free choice? What if you put him on your tits? Does he have free choice? What if you give him food? Does he have free choice? So you need a certain foundation in order for free choice to even mean something. That's what basically education is. It is an indoctrination process. And that's why parents and environment is so important, certainly when growing up. I even think it's even important after you're more adult, but it goes a little bit down. I do think that the goal justifies the means. So if you can turn someone into a more aware, better person, even if it means you drug them or you take away every kind of free choice or whatever, if that allows them to have more free choice, I'd do it immediately. Because if they're running around with a shitty, shitty uh, software because of crappy indoctrination or crappy childhood, then why not replace that with better stuff? It's like a computer that has shitty software on it. You just format it. You put better software on it. Who gives a shit? If it's much better, why not? Sounds maybe a little bit crazy, but I'm just saying like all the memory and all that crap and all the oh this and that. It's just all emotionally attachments. If people can be more productive and have a higher chance of survival, have a higher chance of growing as a species or whatever by getting rid of all the malware and all the bullshit stuff they carry on their shoulders, then why not? I don't really have any emotionally attachment to stories and all that shit. If I could give you a pill right now that would turn you into a high aware person that has a lot of insights, I would immediately give it, even if that means that you would lose your sweetest memories or whatever the fuck. Sounds maybe a little bit crazy. Junkie1612 says, that sounds a lot like utilitarianism, which is logically invalid. I don't know what you mean with that, but what I'm saying is, as far as I know, logically valid. If it's logically invalid, give me arguments and maybe I'll change my mind. But I do think that reality is always what sets the tone and what defines the context in which you make choices or whatever. If you can turn a human into someone that is more aware, more responsible by, for example, giving it a neurotransplant, then I don't see why you would not do it because it literally increases the survival and it increases our ability to grow as a species. Besharka says, you say it's better, but what's better for you might not be the same for the other person. So who are you to be in a position to make decisions for other people? Besharka, I like this question you bring because I have the perfect answer. What I'm talking about is not changing people. I'm talking about giving them the tools to make choices more consciously and be more responsible. So I'm literally doing what you say. I'm literally giving people the ability to make up even better what they think is right and wrong. I'm not programming them 
to think what I think. I'm just giving them the hardware in order to be more able and more capable to question the experiences they're going through. That's all. A better question I can give you, more people would be able to emotionally identify with, even though it is exactly the same thing. If you have a baby that is a retard, really like 50 IQ, and you can give it medication to make it 100 or 120 IQ, would you do it or not? Because that is, at the end of the day, what I'm talking about. I'm just making people more intelligent. And I don't see anything wrong about that. I think that's a good thing. If you can make people more intelligent through medication or whatever, why not do that? It's the same thing because I think a lot of humans are very primitive. And with the right neurotransmitters, with the right knowledge about neuroscience, they can really get more motivation, more insight, more willpower. Damn son, if that shit is on the market, everybody would take it. And the world would improve 10 times faster. It's not even like a moral question. It would be as Facebook. People might 20 years ago say Facebook is insane and this and that, but still everybody's sharing their lives now because technology defines the path of humanity. And same with this. If we find pills or whatever that allows people to be much more intelligent, then it's not going to be a question of whether or not it's morally right or wrong. We'll just adapt and it's going to be part of our lives and that's how it is. Sometimes people that are very conservative or very narrow-minded can look at those things and feel like, I have a choice, this is wrong, whatever. But if technology comes and reality is the biggest imposer of rules than any belief, because what are beliefs, what are thoughts? It's just your ability to cope with reality, to adapt to reality. So if reality is there and technology is a reality, then of course we'll just adapt. It's that simple. So me saying those things is not even that controversial. It's just ahead of time. That's all. It's like going back 100 years and talk about concepts that were alien then. I mean, our ability to upgrade ourselves and become more aware and become more capable will be a reality in the next decades. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.